thought is like that 90s stuff. Yo, that's all they want. So we live. So we live. Yo, this is uh the Beat People podcast. I got my crew in here. Uh no special guests this week. We're just gonna talk about beats. I don't really even have any topics, but we just gonna go free form and just discuss whatever we discuss. Uh we got we got D still back in the house after a three year long hiatus. <laughs> and a, a cross-country trip what's going on d still man we're good um just uh man happy to be set well we're not settled yet but uh i'm just happy to be in one place not driving across the country anymore my dog is okay my wife is okay we good uh i got my room kind of set up but mm -hmm. uh yeah we just here i'm what I'm what I'm really scared of today, I think one of the things I've been thinking about, I woke up this morning thinking about it, not to fall for any April Fool's jokes that have to do with gear. Like if somebody uh -huh. posts, you know what I'm saying? Like if somebody posts something and they're like, Oh my gosh, this is whatever. And then mm -hmm. I, I find out it's fake. Like, I'm really trying to protect my heart today. What what was this? There was a couple of good ones in the past, though. I can't remember anyone right off. Yeah, but the, there was a the couple. One of good that ones. I can remember that really got me one year was somebody did a Photoshop of like a mini Jupiter Eight like years ago, oh, and it was man. it looked really like on point. Like it really looked like a Jupiter Eight, but it had like mini keys, I think, and oh, like man. it was it was kind of funny, man. And, and it it got a lot of people. Man, that's crazy. Oh, oh, I would have been so mad. Uh, hey, so Ken, what's going on, man? You still, you still getting ready over there? Um, kind of, sort of. Like, I'll never be ready. Let's be honest. You'll never um, be ready. <laughs> but yeah, I got, I got another mixer in in the studio, and I'm, I'm kind of rearranging stuff and plugging things in. I got a bunch. Listen, everybody knows you can never have enough cables, so I got a bunch more cables in and some new. I got um. I want to say send a shout out to Mono Price on this because I I picked up the Mono Price snakes, um, so I'm going to be checking out the the Mono Price snakes and seeing how they work out. Um, so I've been really happy with the cables that I've gotten from Mono Price before, and their prices are ridiculously low. Yep. So um, I'm I'm you know I'm going to check it out, and, and and if they're good, like I'm, I'm I'll endorse it. I'll, I'll tell people what's up, um, and if they're bad, I'll tell people what's up. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to using the snake and checking it out. Um, Corey's over there breaking expensive gear. I like that. <laughs> hey, this is a model price mic. It's actually pretty good. Really? Really? Yeah. That looks like a Cascade Fathead. Yep. Yeah. It reminds me of a, a blue mic, one of those bottle of woodpeckers or whatever. Is that multi-pattern? <clears throat> yep. Really? And their mics are priced really nicely too, man. And from from what I've heard, they're pretty easily modifiable. Like if you open it up and take out the circuit board, nice. If, if I recall, they they they're pretty widely spaced in there, and you can you can kind of get in there and and make some mods to them things. So um, yeah, yeah Mono Price is a, is a dope source to go to, and they it ship sure quick. Is. Like I I live all the way on the East Coast. Um, you know, steel is not far from me now. Um, so. But I tell you what, I order from Monoprice and it gets here in like two days, man, two three days. So especially, especially because most of their stuff is on Amazon, so you could prime it. 
You can Amazon Prime it, and it shows up here. I don't. I never checked to see if there was a difference in price between shopping their stuff on Amazon versus shopping direct. Like I always just shop direct. Okay. So so yo, what's up, Stony? I see. What's you up, y'all? What's going Stone. on? I'm trying to get myself together here. Oh, you good? You good? I oh, I gotta you, grab uh, the, uh, the YouTube link so that I can see the uh, the live chat, man. And and if anybody's watching yeah, and isn't aware, you know, get in that live chat. Yeah, come join us. Chat with us. Hey, yo. So, um, uh, also, I won't say this in the beginning because I always say it at the end. If you're watching this, be sure to support all of our movements and all of our websites. Um, my website is beatpeople.com. That's where I sell my my uh, sample packs and stuff. Uh, chicken kit is burning things up right now. You got to go get that chicken kit and see what that's all about. And it's uh, also I just included an NPC expansion with it too. So if you grab that, then you can integrate it into your NPC, um, whatever NPC ran studio, whatever you're working with. It's also compatible with the X and the live. Um, and uh, my people at msxaudio.com. If you use B-Boy Tech as your code, when you're checking out, you get 10% discount. So make sure you go check them out. And uh, Ken, what you got? What is it? Flux302, fluxwithit.com. Go to yeah. fluxwithit.com. You got a store now, so make sure you patronize my man, Ken. It's stony. Yeah, fluxwithit.com. It, it, it's shop.fluxwithit.com to get to the store. Or you can go to fluxwithit.com. I got all kinds of like um, news and uh, articles and really like my, the, my setup is, is kind of, um, I do a lot to, to just try to help out the community. So there's a lot of stuff about like modular, um, gear reviews, you know, uh, just, you know, it's sounds of gear.com, uh, beat people, you know, flux with it.com. We all kind of like do somewhat similar stuff, but we all kind of have our own angle on it. So, you know, it's, it's worth people checking out and, and checking that stuff out. And I got a bunch of sound packs up there. I got a bunch of free stuff too, man. Like there's, if you go on my site, you can check out free downloads and there's all kinds of free drum packs and stuff too. So it's not just me trying to get money out of you. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of stuff. I like to give to the people. I don't know why. I don't know this flux. I don't know this Ken with humility. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. And, 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 and hold on, hold on. Week. We got to make sure make sure you check out stonysworld.com too. Oh, I'm yeah, no doubt. Stonies World. And, and, and what's the uh, YouTube link, Stony? Oh, my YouTube link is uh, Stony's Music. Yeah, Stony's Music. Definitely subscribe. And then I've got a whole bunch of new stuff coming. So, um, yeah, just, you know, go to the Stony's World um, website and um i've got the whole peer of mind thing going on where i'm giving to the you know i'm giving back to the community for people who have all these questions and want feedback just you know just sign up and i do general sessions too where it's not just about like application it's not all about like i just want to learn ableton or whatever whatever i literally just you know just chop it up with cats we sit down and we talk about you know trajectory and their vision and what direction they want to go in and understanding where they want to go because they have so many choices now right so when people are like hey i want to produce and just get into it we kind of have a conversation about their lifestyle and what they're doing and so that's what the mentorship is about so check hey, me out Stoney, i gotta yeah. say i really like your site it's it's well done it's, it's dope i dig it <laughs> i mean it's a and it took time it's a time to do it you know it was me and my team and uh, we sat down and you know we um you know we everybody had like an idea of 
you know, the direction that everything should go in. And um, yeah, and I wanted to introduce people to who I was as well, you know, not mm -hmm. just product specialist or just a producer or just a mentor, but overall just the Stony brand, you know. Um, so that's why it's called Stony's World. So you see all the different facets of the things that I'm doing and contributing to the community. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, if anybody wants to know what I've done, what, you know, what I'm plan on doing in the future. And then I have, again, my, you know, my show that's coming up, it's called Real Talk Tuesdays. And uh, that's a show where I'm just gonna sit at a round table with producers, you know, people who are experienced, people who are not experienced, and we're gonna sit down and talk about how each person's workflow can go to the next level, you know, and it's not, you know, it's not gear based, it's not company based. I don't have any, uh, you know, any one uh, favorite over another. It's just about production and just the culture of music and everything. So it's going to be super cool. Did he freeze? Of course he froze. Look at him. Oh, yeah. Okay. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, yeah. So. I'll step in and grab grab over there a little bit, but uh, yeah, let's help Corey out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about relocating real quick because Steel just relocated okay. from one coast to another, and um, and I've noticed that his room is significantly smaller than the other one. Uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about the the situation of what it's like um, in different in different areas as far as working in the music biz and, and connecting with people and that sort of thing. Now, um, still, when you, you're coming back out here, you already have some ties out on the East coast, right? So because I originally started here and was educated here and taught here and all that stuff, when I, dudes were just waiting for me to come back to the East coast. And I'm not saying that in a way that's prideful. It's just like, I'm actually coming back home to where I've you know originally been working on music, and it's also a different vibe out here. Like the West Coast, everything is slow and everything is chill. Here, there's a little bit more urgency to get stuff done. Uh, so that's kind of uh, that's what I, I like about being down here in the East Coast. Also, I, I like people that don't like to waste time, and I feel like the West Coast is just like everybody's like running. Yo, yo, what up, man? I don't know what happened. It just like some sort of ghost popped out of my machine and kicked me right on out. Really hey, Corey, I uh, just did brief you, Corey. What we were kind of talking about right now is um, we're talking about what it's like relocating in the music scene since Steel is moving from coast to coast. Um, I wanted to kind of talk about like you know okay. having that that work in place and and how that's going. Uh, now you were talking about you already had people, um, you know, out here and whatnot, but you also are still working with people across. And oh, yeah. So yeah, so I'm working. I do a lot of remote work. So part of my regular routine is obviously yeah, yeah. something like what we're doing now, where it's like this whole Google Hangout meetings and planning, and even I, I even dare to do sessions over Google Hangouts where I'm meeting with artists that are located like across the country or across the uh, overseas and we just meet and go over song structures and 
you know, we drop box each other. So there, there has to be some sort of like discipline in that area of your online presence when it comes to working with people, because, uh, yeah, if you don't keep communicating with people, you just won't get work Word. and you won't uh, have Word. consistent uh, income. Uh, and I'm, it's gotten so easier now, too. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, dude, think, think about it like this. Like, the fact that things like Splice exist, that I can have an Ableton session and you can have an Ableton session and we can collaborate and just share that between each other. Yeah. And all the files show up and we don't have to worry about that stuff. I'm like, yo, that, that makes a world of a difference than like 10 years ago. Oh, certainly. Ten years ago, you had to fly around uh, wherever. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm just jumping in. So you guys are talking about what, like online uh, sessions and stuff like that? Well, just uh, how, how it is moving and still maintaining work and still maintaining uh, just business and keeping the work consistent and all that stuff. So it's, it just takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of follow-up work. Um, I'm going to tell you guys something. I mean, honestly... In the past three years, I've traveled all over. I've done workshops all over. I've been in rooms with 200 people, 300 people, and I would do workshops for like two hours, right? And mm -hmm. I would get to do like these overviews of you know different software, whether it's Ableton, whether it's machine, whatever. I'd be able to do these overviews, but it's funny because you know uh, last year I started doing the peer mind sessions, the online stuff. Everything yeah. that I do is online, mm -hmm. and now that I'm able to be online, I feel like I have a, a greater connection with people than I did when I was standing in front of them. Yeah. I know it's, it's it's crazy as it may seem, but now when people talk to me, they have my full attention. I can actually get, you know, they're in their comfort zone. I'm in my comfort That's zone right. and they can actually get all the information. And then there's this thing that happens when you're talking to somebody and they have your full attention. It's just like this light bulb. There's a special moment that happens when they go, oh, okay, now I understand what you were saying, as opposed to me being in a full workshop and in person with the person, with people, they're looking at everything else. You know, they're looking at the clothes you're wearing, they're looking at your eyes, they're looking at your hair, you know, they're not connecting with what you're really saying. And um, like you said, you know, with technology, this online movement is absolutely incredible. When you have guys like Dead Mouse doing workshops online for people, that goes to tell you where the culture is going. You know what I'm saying? And I can do a session with someone in Japan. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I've done sessions with young girls in Haiti, you know, people that speak French, that speak different languages. I can give sessions in different languages. And where would they be able to come to the States and meet me? Not at all. You know what I'm saying? So they have, I have a bigger reach than I would collaborative wise, even with making music, you know, with Splice, I have three or four producers that we're doing records that are somewhere in Australia, somewhere in Hawaii, and we're getting work done, which is yeah, absolutely think, fantastic. I think that uh, there's pros and cons to it. Like, you know, we, we can communicate with more people and we can share our ideas with more people, but there's also the con where people don't know how to communicate in real life anymore. You know, it's almost one of those things. Well, that's, that's culture. That's, that's that's a culture thing, you know no, what I'm saying? Because if you're, no, I know it's a culture thing, but I'm just saying, for, for me, I come, I'm half and half because I'm that dude that can sit down on a drum set and play in a band with people, right. and right. I can, I can meet with people online 
So I've met people that are brilliant online, but when the moment I meet them in person, it's like they don't know how to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I think I I agree with you a thousand percent. I think it's a total balance. I know for a fact that if I didn't work in recording studios and was a recording engineer and worked with people and understood, you know, the dynamics of the music industry and you know relationships, the online thing it just transfers. I think who I am intrinsically and all the things that we I've done outside of doing it online, I just bring it to the online community. Yeah. But um you have to have a balance of both. And I think, I think again, that's some people are introverts. You know, some people just don't understand how to communicate because I've been places where people are outside and they, and they think they're communicating and they're really not. But that I think that takes time. That takes um, mentorship, educating someone like what we're doing now. We're sharing our experiences um, and the online thing too. I've had people come online with me and can't even sign on to Google Hangouts. You know what I'm saying? So. It, there's a whole bunch of that happening also. I think in this business, you have to, you know, be proactive in educating yourself about a lot of things and pushing because even the online thing and being independent, you have to push yourself. You have yeah. to- I'll tell you, I'll tell you one of the great things about it though, is um, people who might live or come up in a more remote area or come up mm-hmm. in an area that doesn't have the same kind of scene or work for that matter. Um, you know, you can you can build up and kind of build your your resume, build your portfolio and whatnot. And then when you do go out to places that have a larger scene, you can. It's almost like you already have this connected scene to, to step right into. Now, mm-hmm. granted, yeah, you do need to be able to work with people in person and all that. But it's so great. Like when I go out to like Seattle or something. Like I went out to Seattle a few years back, and I had never been to Seattle. But when I was out there. I was working with multiple people that I knew and had connected with before and had done work with uh, previously in other capacities, you know, through the internet. So it, it's a it's a great way to kind of get things, get the ball rolling so that when you do step out and, and do some, some real world work, you know, you, you have a familiar face. Like, for instance, the first time I met Joe of Sounds and Gear, we had known each other for, I think, six years online before well, you we and ever I met can. in person. You and I, when we had last year, yeah. when we uh, went and ate some fried chicken and, um, <laughs> at, Roscoe's. at Roscoe's, yeah. and I looked into those big blue eyes. <laughs> I got hazel green eyes. <laughs> you must have been looking at Brace. It, it, it was you were mesmerized by Brace's muscles, don't lie. <laughs> so was oh, I. It was and a reflection of the fried chicken in Wait, hold on, Corey. And he sat next to me. He started crunching on that chicken. I said, oh, my God. Who is this man? <laughs> Look, let me let me tell you something. When I met everybody for the first time this year at NAM, it was funny because I knew that Joe loved Roscoe's, but I didn't know that he loved Roscoe's. Oh no, we <laughs> hold on, we slept in Roscoe's. We had breakfast, lunch, and dinner at Roscoe's. <laughs> How many times did Joe go to Roscoe's in one day? Oh, uh, listen, Yo, we came. I in think Roscoe's we went like twice Joe. a day. We came in Roscoe's right. with Joe, and the, the host dude was like, "Hey, man, you back again?" When you there when Ken Ken started sweating, the sweat started boiling up on his forehead while he was eating chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Ken's wild boy. That's that's always a good time. But we was deep in Roscoe this year. No, no, it was a whole. Was it? 
That joint looked like the Last Supper know. table, yo. There was, and that's was. that's the truth. Is that is that that's that's kind of one of the things is that when when we all get up and, and at these conventions and that kind of thing, or or when there's work to be done, it's like what would have originally yes. been like maybe three or four people now because of the way that we all work and everything right. we connect with like man 20 30 people easy and everybody's mm -hmm. like you know done work with each other in some capacity or another and everybody's you know got a rapport and can convert and it's not like oh hey let me introduce you to xyz it's like no no, no i worked with that person and this person oh, and that yeah, yeah i know you oh, you know yeah. We talk every day on Facebook, like yeah. that Facebook Messenger. Like we literally, like I'm, I'll wake up in the morning and Stoney's like, "Hey, everybody!" And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, <"Hi."> down. <laughs> "Well, well Corey, I'll be hitting everybody at five a.m." They're like, "Bitch, can you go back to sleep, please?" I'm like, "Get up, get up to work, everybody!" Man, what's going on, Stoney? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here like, who the heck is this? Y'all <laughs> <laughs> oh, be up early, yo. That's yo, my, my wife be like, who's texting you right now? Oh, shit. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, babe, that's B people. That's the, that's the Facebook group. Corey hit me one time. It had to be like two in the morning. Yo, Stony, I got this modular thing going with the MP. I'm like, yeah, yeah. nigga. Watch your mouth. I'm like, it is two. Night. I'm like, it is only three in the morning. But hold up, but why I got up and actually was like, yo, this is dope. <laughs> oh man, we we we'll be texting and like I, I have that text on mute constantly. Yeah. Like, like it, it doesn't ever <laughs> ring because I look at my phone so often. Because they're always right. in there, like everybody's always yapping. So you know, including me. So I mean, I'm not. I'm far from innocent. Ken, uh, Ken, is, the, Ken is the long-winded one in in the. Uh, I always am. But you know what, guys? But you but you know what, guys? The best part about it is like we do these shows, and um, as informative as we are to the public, and we give information, we're all the consummate students. Like we are yeah, still yeah. like excited about this stuff. And like the other day, Corey was schooling me about lighting, you know, about getting these lighting sets and how to make sure I have the proper lighting and, uh, and just, uh, and Ken, me and Ken did a chat and we were talking about, um, we were, he was showing me how to build a lunchbox and he was, he was like literally soldering a power. He was creating some power yeah, pack great. and yeah. it was fantastic. And we just, we all teach each other. Every yeah, day, that's which what is about. we're always learning. That's yeah. the best part. And we couldn't have done that. Like for me to go to Corey's crib, you know, start eating and talking, you kind of lose focus, you yeah, know. Yeah, and the fact yeah. that when we're online, we kind of just dig right into the actual. You know, that's stuff. a good point, Stony. Is that when you're when you're in that kind of layout, yeah, you can stay way more focused because it also can help do away with some of the niceties that can get in the way. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Like, because when, when I have somebody come over to the studio, there's always like an hour wasted of just like, you know, kind of like feeling each other out and yeah. like, you know, being right. polite and, you know, can I get you this or that? And, you know, right. different things like that. Whereas when you're online and you're working, you're in your own setup. It's like, man, just go. Like, just let's yeah. let's get stuff done let's you know let's right. knock stuff out you know totally oh somebody's asking about the mpc no corey yeah 
Yo, Corey. Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, so I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, I, I just wanted to know about what you was doing yesterday because that Instagram post was crazy. Oh, um. <clears throat> yeah, let's dig into that. Let's dig into them beats you've been cranking on that on that X over there. Yeah, what I had yesterday is I made, I've been, you know, working on a couple sample packs. And so there's okay. one sample pack that's going to have some some vocal samples in it. So I had the vocal samples up and it, you know, I just had a delay on it. It just started kind of hitting it. It was actually that video that's weird. Cause I didn't even, I didn't even write a description or put any uh, hashtags or anything up. And that video got like 3,300 views overnight. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, went, it went pretty crazy. Yeah. It went nuts. Uh, but the thing is with that, uh, it, it was actually just the beginning of a live uh, of, of the live IG that I did last night. Like while okay. we, my daughter and my, my, my wife to get back from the mall so we could go uh, grab a bite to eat. I was like, oh, I'm gonna just go live. And so I just pulled up uh, this, this program I've been working on, some sample I've been working on and just start kind of playing around with it and made a beat. And uh, yeah, that's all, man. I've just been kind of digging in between that and the modular. I've been, uh, um, my man from um, St. Regis, Mm. Studio Electronics brought by a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, I think. The Tone Star. The Tone yeah. Star. Which one are the, huh? It's the 5089. It's a new one that's not out yet. It's the, it's the 5089, and I think his has the 2600 filter in it plus the, the Moog filter in it, which I don't think the production model is going to be able to do two filters, but that particular one does. And, uh, it's got and it's got a folk tech panel to it too. It's got a folk yeah. tech copper panel oh, on the top. I think I saw I, I either saw a picture of it or something. And that's on the dope. Now, Corey, how are you using that with the MPC? So what I'm doing is I'm using the eight CV out. Well, I'm not using all eight of them at one time, but yes. Yeah, so the eight CV out on the back of the MPC. So what I'm doing is uh, just kind of running CV and gate or pitch and gate out of the back of the MPC into the modular. And so I'm doing a couple things. I'm sequencing uh, just like it was just a, a, a synth. You know okay. what I mean? Um, now, and now, I'm also making key groups by sampling, you know, notes and then bringing it into the MPC and playing it like like keys. You know now the key groups, the sounds you're making are coming from the, your, your mods, your, right. your different modulars. Exactly. And that's kind of what I've been okay. doing this week on, on Instagram. If people have been seeing nice. that, that's exactly what I've been doing. So I've been making uh, uh, key groups from just samples from my modular. So between, that's actually, crazy. I've been using a lot of studio electronic stuff. So between studio electronics oscillation module and, right. and uh, this uh, tone star joint, I've been using those for just single samples, you know, uh -huh. single cycle samples and a, uh, running them into key groups and creating these like uh the the joints that i did the last couple of days the pads now, uh, now let me ask you let me ask you this question if you yeah. now if you would have had the uh a regular mpc that you could just sample directly into versus the mpc x what is the difference between you sampling going to the x as opposed to any other mpc the difference is so if i had if i was just using my ren um right i would have to find another way to interact with my modular right so i would have to have expert sleepers es3 es8 es6 es6 or whatever whichever one um or i would have to have something like what i actually 
do have in the rack is the Central Tech MIDI to CV converter. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. No, it's is it a okay. Yeah, that's what it's called, MIDI to CV. So right. that would be the difference just in how I interact and how I can actually trigger the notes in the modular uh, with the MPC. But with the X, it's just all included. I don't need any of those. That, that's what I like about it. I feel like if I get the X, I don't have to get all those other modules. for. Mm -hmm. for I can't uh, lie, man. I looked around my lab earlier today, and <laughs> I, I was like, well... <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> somebody's got to go. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like looked around. I was like, I could sell this, this, that. All right, I could get to twenty. I could get to twenty one hundred dollars. Not, not too terribly hard. And I, I, and then I started thinking, but do I really want to get rid of anything? <laughs> so now, now let me ask you. Now let me ask you this, Corey, really quick. Yep. If you for the, the cost of the the mod the modular um the modular that has the MIDI the MIDI to see everything that you would. The MIDI, the CV joint, right? Mm -hmm. If you had to buy that versus buying the MPC X to actually control everything, what are the pros and cons for uh, somebody? That's a good question. So, okay, so my ES. Uh, yeah, you, you should quick kind of clarify about something um, because it's actually it's it's a little bit more than just that. It's not just yeah. as simple as saying you know MIDI to CV versus that. It's a little bit closer to saying something like. Um, the ES joints from expert sleepers. So there's MIDI to CV, which would be like literally you plug like a DIN cable or a USB cable into it and you could get MIDI out over CV to control um, like the pitch and maybe a little bit of modulation. But really this, the ESX, like I, I got the ES8, which is basically it's a USB interface with four inputs, eight outputs plus ADAT, right? Yeah. Um, you can do that over ADAT or over USB. Now, if I hook that up with like machine or the MPC software or whatever, it's going to give me outputs quite similar to how the MPCX is. But the MPCX has a few things written in there that, you know, may or may not change by the time it actually comes out. But those things, the, the, the expert sleepers joints are not exactly cheap. Like I think yeah, they're not cheap. So they're, they're what, like $300 spent, each. Yeah. I think I spent like one. 400 for the ES eight. Like I'm saying, I right. Quiet. Cause my wife is. Right. <laughs> so that's, that's the thing. So here, here's the thing. So I can, I can tell you between ES three, uh, if, if he had an ES eight, that's maybe almost $400. Um, I can't, I don't know how much the MIDI to CV is. That's probably a couple, Four hundred dollars, two hundred maybe, yeah. um, and you know, so some of those things like you can eliminate those things right there. That's six hundred dollars that I could I could have not had had I had the X first, right? And I'm looking to the side because I'm looking at my modular rig, so that's like six hundred dollars worth of I need to connect my production rig to my modular to integrate it that I wouldn't have had to spend because you get the eight CV outs. And then you can actually run the outputs of your modular. So the HCV outs is going to give you, you know, I can, I can uh, send a gate out to Tempe, which is a, a clock module. Mm -hmm. Once I, you know what I mean? So that I can keep time so I can clock the, um, the modular with the MPCX and uh, I can take the, the output of the modular and run it into the MPCX. So then, you know, it can be affected by everything that's being affected internally. Um, and I mean, it's just all, and then obviously you can 
thin stuff out of the audio outs into the the modular and do things like that if you got the the right stuff so i mean the integration is just nuts the and, and, and I, the, I have a question about audio uh you're using the es8 like for instance can you send no, i'm using the es3 he's using the es8 Okay. I have the ESA. So can I, can I, from the ESA, I could send out oscillators from Reactor and send them yes. out. Yes. Right? So let me tell you a little bit about what I'm doing. And, and here's where I get to plug. You know, um, I'll be, I think next week, I'm doing a show with uh, Expert Sleepers. And okay. I'll, I'll on, on my show, youtube.com forward slash flux302. Um, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, so the way that I often use it is like I use it completely seamlessly with with Reactor and with System 63 and like the different software modular stuff that I have. So I can actually be send I can send modulations like LFOs and stuff from my modular into it to control parameters inside a reactor and I can be sending like individual oscillators out envelopes out you name it because it's dc coupled input and output so you get you know it's it's you know and it's 10 volt you know plus minus 10 volts so you get the full range the full modular range on okay it, so know? that answers my question because what i was trying to figure out was well if i have the mpcx i still can't send oscillators out of the MPCX. I could only send CV, so I figured yeah, you're sending CV because the the yeah. MPCX is um, zero to five volts. Okay, so I think the best combination would have to have an ES8 and the MPCX. That way, you can mm -hmm. clock everything and send everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the full flexibility at that point. And that's yeah. what I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I can tell you, man, that the the ease of use of of having a, a familiar interface. I was just saying this on IG Live yesterday. Um, the, the thing that I think the real value is in the in the MPC is that I've agonized a lot about a, a powerful sequencer for my modular. I've agonized about that quite a bit. Just like, and then you know, sequencers are probably one of the most expensive things next to Rainmaker that you can get. <laughs> for your modular, right? Yeah. So I'm always like, oh, maybe I want this one, maybe I want that one, and I've wrestled with it quite a bit. Now I have, uh, I have Octone, and that is a dope sequence of for everything that it can do, and you know the the uh, size of it is is not very big, but it's actually pretty dope. But I think what the what the real value here is, and having a a sequence of with an interface that I'm familiar with and that I'm efficient with. And that I'm quick with, and then also being able to now integrate the, you know, the modular into that, and then have that MPC, the sequencer that I'm used to with the MPC being the sequencer for the modular. That thing is what what it, that what that answers that answers. Remember, Corey, remember I would tell you that I mean part of my issue with modular is I don't find the sequencer that feels the way that I like it to feel. Yes. You know, and I'm, I'm always concerned with having a sequencer that's super straight and quantized. Mm -hmm, and I'm mm -hmm. like, well, if I'm using the MPC-X as my sequencer for modular, then I'm straight. Then I can, make it, yeah, I can make it feel however I want. That's it. Yeah, and, see, and so the thing is um, like... Yeah, sequencing from drum machines and, and that sort of thing, like from MPCs, machine, um, you know, Ableton, that kind of stuff is all actually super easy. Like, and you don't need expensive gear to really even be able to do that. Now, the flip side is for something like that, that's far more basic than sending oscillators out. And 
modulation back in and that kind of stuff. I mean, for that, the the Synthrotech MIDI to CV, the Hex Inverter mm -hmm. MIDI to CV, that kind of stuff will work perfectly fine for, you know, basically your modular becomes another MIDI track. You know what I mean? And in that case, right. you're sending gate and you're sending pitch. And that's pretty much it. You know what I mean? And and, and for automation, you might be sending uh, one more modulation out. But well, the way that I'm thinking about the other thing, the modulation, I mean, the, the automation, um, I haven't been able to do, well, I don't even think I've cared to do it. But I mean, being able to, to uh, record automation for uh, like the filter on a module, that's you it. know what I mean? That's crazy from your MPC to record automation or to send clock out. And you know what I mean? It's just a lot of convenience in it that means a lot. Then now, too, now I've got to say this. You have your whole Q-Link farm over here check, that check. Uh, uh, check, you, check, you got check. real time. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, uh, your Q-Link thing over here where you got your real time um, um, timing, right? Like your swing and your, your nudge and all that kind of stuff. So you imagine that stuff, uh, D, for your modular stuff, right? That's that. Yeah, but that's that's why it makes sense for me because, for instance, I was looking and I'm probably still gonna get it just so it, I don't know I don't know I still don't, I I want everything because I just want I wish we I all want everything let's be yeah. right so I have to I say I have to say this much I have to say this much guys people who probably didn't even consider modular and with this MPCX I think it's just gonna open up a whole nother can of opportunities oh, for producers there's no it's doubt gonna, it's gonna be a fun times because now you know like Corey said he's already familiar with the mpc he's already familiar with the the, the layout of the land you know and mm -hmm. now it's just about adding all these new elements and yeah. you guys already know it's gonna be so much fun and then you don't like ken said you don't need to have like the big ten thousand dollar system yeah, even yeah. if you started off with something tiny you're still building oh. a whole mm -hmm. other way of working a workflow yeah, that can I sort of plug slash kind of tie something in with this? Um, sure. Go for so it. I'm, I'm in the process. I got a, I got a prototype um, that I'm messing with right now. And I'm actually, this is one of the fun ones because most prototypes I'm not allowed to talk about, but this one I can. Um, so I got this prototype for a sequencer, right? That's going to be coming out in the future. First, um, first up is there's a, there's a Kickstarter. So if you check out Zeta Ohm, You'll be able to check this thing out. But I want to show this. This is where it gets really interesting because it's not just a regular sequencer. I'm building a portable modular system um, just for basically testing this thing out and, and doing other stuff. Of course, it'll link so, up with my bigger system. But I want to show you this. This module, right? It's, it's this guy right here. Uh, oh, yeah, that one is cool. oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So, that's so it's called the Fluxus One, which you gotta love the name too. Uh, but <laughs> but the, the last, the last two ports on the on the first row here are MIDI in and out. And when I say MIDI in and out, I mean like those. You know how like the Beat Step has these little yes. mini jack yeah. MIDI cables. Same. You can actually plug MIDI into this thing, and you can send MIDI in and out of this thing, and it can interface with your doll and anything else like that. Oh, wow. uh, so this you can record notes live using uh, MIDI on this thing. Now I think the MPC Touch has that also that yeah, connector. You, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they have these these mini jack MIDI, yeah. and um, so you can actually uh, 
sequence your MIDI gear with this modular sequencer also. You can do all kinds of crazy stuff with it, but it's just really cool because you're starting to see a much better trend of yeah. gear that that's integrating back and forth between right. you know the niche world of modular and right. the actual getting shit done of production yeah. equipment you know that's what, I mean? what it should be though right because that to me i don't like this kind of thing that's typically happened over the last couple of decades every time something new comes something has to die you know what i mean like digital came analog dies you know what I'm yeah saying? yeah like, and it was funny because cv was there well before midi was and it and it's like but now everything's kind of come full circle and it's it's mm -hmm. it's interesting yeah and, and and just because i like you know one thing doesn't mean i don't want to use the other like i want to be able to use digital analog modular computer i want to integrate it all plugins uh virtual analog sense all of it you know what i'm saying I, but and, i think i think the npc that's where the npc x is going to win they uh they've managed to to have one unit that can kind of speak to every every need mm -hmm. it does and i mean you just know? just when you the the different programs right you used to have what drum programs uh key groups and plugins now you got mm -hmm. drum programs key groups plugins clips um and cv you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And yeah. and it's like yeah. a whole different world of stuff, like to be able to do all of that. And so that's what I've been doing on, on Instagram a lot is just kind of showing that kind of, you know, as much as I can within one minute, <laughs> showing that kind of workflow. Yeah. And um, it, it's it's definitely one of those centerpiece pieces. Yeah, People well, ask, is say, it worth it? I think like so. That's going to be my centerpiece to my computerless setup. Right, right. So, so the question is, is how is this going to push competition? Because every product tends to kind of change the competition one way or the other, whether they want to compete directly or not. So, you know, Native Instruments has always said that they will not do standalone hardware because Native is in their name and that's what they want to be is, you know, instrument. Say. But they keep, you know what? They they keep pushing towards but, that level, and and I I feel the same way as Steel does. Like they keep pushing towards hardware. They keep saying no, 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 no. But they keep pushing towards it. Well, Ken, and not pushing, just them. They, but Ken, they're pushing. But they're pushing controllers. No, I feel, you, I feel you. But what I'm saying is hardware. That, like they're their gear stuff is hardware, but you have to have the computer. And I'm right? not just but, talking about native instruments either. I'm saying like yeah, all of right. the major sampler sequencer guys. You know, yeah. I so have like Daniel. People, like in the next two to three years after X comes out and people start integrating CV more and you see it mm -hmm. become way more usable, yeah, well, I gotta feel like, man, you're gonna start seeing a lot more of that, like eight well, and I think, it's, I, think, I think it's way more possible now. You know why? Because I, I don't know if you read this. Did you read, uh, I don't know if it was on Simpsons. Kendall Reed. I don't think it was on Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> he said Kendall Reed. <laughs> no, I, no, I said, I don't know if you read this. Um, <laughs> You know that the Raspberry Pi, they have this new thing where you can uh, put audio outs in. The yeah, app. yeah, it's got it's got a converter right on there. Well, it has a converter, but then there's these. Did you see that what Traction did, where they installed Traction standalone in a Raspberry Pi? I heard about that. I hadn't that's checked right. it out yet, but that's really yeah, so, that's really interesting. So now, because you can install it on Linux or whatever the case is. They installed traction standalone in this machine, and you can usually actually use it on stage. Like, yo, this is traction in this little box. 
So that gives me the possibilities like, well, if I if somehow I can put machine software onto this little Raspberry Pi or whatever the case is, if I can put, you know, then we can start. There's having, a few like, dolls out it. there that that will work off of Linux because I, I would assume that that's like Linux based or what? Um, yeah. But so so speaking to that and to speaking to modular, Bitwig runs on yes. Linux yes. and has modular yes. environment and integrates. I downloaded the demo last yes. night because Saint Joe told me to. He Saint Joe was like, "Yo, you better download this demo to Bitwig and trust me, you're gonna want to throw yeah. it into the garbage." And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, uh, I don't know about that. But then I started messing with it, and there's a lot of good things about it. It's not perfect, but there's a lot of really good ideas. Yeah, but but like it's but it speaks back. But it speaks back to the whole modular thing. Like they're putting things in Bitwig that would not normally be in the DAW, right? Mm -hmm. Like. Mm -hmm. And they're opening up that workflow. That's going to change the game. It's that's it's that's going to change the thing. I want to, I want to speak to two things. One with native instruments. Listen, companies say all the time what they're not going to do, what they're not going to do, what they're not going to do. What they are going to do, whether they know it or not, is follow the business. They're going to follow the market. Right. You know exactly. what I, mean? I was about to say market dictates what you do. Yeah, that's it. So they could they could have they could sit that's on real. that high horse or whatever their moral whatever. If the market says you know people want hybrid machines like like MPCX, mm -hmm. if the market says we want a machine X, then they're gonna have to do it or they're not gonna be doing business. <laughs> you know, it's not not the kind of business that they want to be doing. Here's where it would make sense, right? So react. Let's just say reactor, right? So reactor. Mm -hmm. It makes complete sense to come out with a piece of hardware. Word. Absolutely. Because, because think about the e, an, uh, an, an ES8 for reactor or something that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, and we've been saying that for a while, ever since yeah. uh, they went to Superbooth, I think it was, like last year. Yep. Well, I think they were, they were teasing something like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. They, they went with, with blocks like last year, and everybody mm -hmm. was like, well, you guys got to do an interface. Like, it, it mm -hmm. only makes sense. And they already make audio interfaces, and that's all that that really is. Um, so. And the, uh, and the other thing, too, is what, what did my man Blake say last week when Blake was on here from Yamaha? We were asking him about um, yeah. about all of the, like, you know, Yamaha analog RM, stuff. RM, and, RM1X and the SU700. Yeah. and Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were asking him about those things, and you know, basically what he said is obviously he can't speak too much about some stuff, but he also said kind of what we were just speaking of. Look, we're looking at the at what he basically said. We like what MPC with the MPC X and and Live are doing is real innovative. If those boxes do well, you never know. You know what that basically means? Mm -hmm. If those boxes do well, we in there, we on, we getting in there Absolutely. on that action. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to find out is what happened to all the D beams that Roland bought. <laughs> I don't know, but I hope they keep them in that warehouse wherever they are. I don't want to see a D beam yeah, or where's, nothing. Where's else. all the D beams at? Listen, what do you think they use for eyeballs on the Terminator? Yeah, it's a whole <laughs> Yo, so yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just I just have a feeling that, you know, with Electron and I'm listen, the Digitact, I know some of you guys are excited about. Honestly, it still hasn't really done it for me. It's not it's not what I was really hoping for from them cats. But 
Um, I'm still waiting to see what they do, like, you know, in the future. It, when they really – they're making money hand over fist. I'm waiting to see them put that money back into the development and do something slick and big boy. You know what I mean? Because to me, even the machine – like, the, the, the rhythm, to me, feels like their nicest piece. But even it, like, if you've had one, it still feels slightly – homemade like it still feels like the the boxiness of it like yeah, the way that it's put together it has a slightly diy kind of character about it i'm waiting for them to like dude put they gotta be making crazy money put well, that money towards well, rd for something slick yeah i would if i was electron i would i would go to the drawing board and do an octatrot too that yep. the interface mm -hmm. was simpler had overbridge that way it can be a hybrid machine where you can Use it standalone and plug it into the computer and do all your stuff. Absolutely. Oh, that would be ill. That would you know, be because because when, when you think about it, you and this is what might be happening. Digi Digitac might be the small version of something bigger coming out. I personally think so mm -hmm. still, because I personally think that it was a good middle of the road way to say this is the direction, and and it still works with Overbridge. Um, exactly. And, exactly. And so. Octatrack is probably one of their most popular boxes, and it yeah. it doesn't it and doesn't work with and it's old. It's very old, and it doesn't work with their latest baby. Like they're building a whole mm -hmm. foundation on Overbridge. You know what I mean? But here's the uh, here's the other thing too, Corey. Here's, I'm sorry. Here's the here's the other thing. Also, uh, I mean, it kind of speaks to like something like the SB1200, right? It's kind of mm -hmm. old. It's big. It's clunky. But there, people love that kind of DIY feel like no yeah listen some people not, like the quirky like the not so polished stuff some people actually are inspired by that stuff yeah for sure I mean I bought one you know what I mean like I, I put yeah. money down for it so it's it's not like like I'm not, I'm hating on it but it's just to me knowing where they came from and yeah. where they are now it's like I know that they they're sitting on a lot of cash and R&D and they could mm. easily like put forth an effort that could make these major companies look silly if they really, really wanted to put but the work the in and make it happen. I don't think they want to. I think they right. like the industrial kind of, like their whole brand is kind of, yeah. right? Yeah, like that whole, industry, all of their videos are kind of rough around the mm -hmm. edges and industrial. You gotta have and, tiny fingers to use Electron. Yeah, you, you do. And you, um, you know what I do wish they would? Work I, don't, I don't mind the boxes, but I do wish that they would change the knobs. Yeah, I agree. I I, I changed the the ones that were on on mine. Yeah, I didn't like them. So yeah, yeah, yeah I, 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 I definitely love I, I them. Still, I, I, I didn't really care for the user interface as a whole, to be honest with you. And that's kind of that's not so. A lot of people like the electron quirky user interface, and a lot of people are really into that kind of stuff. But I'd say if you talk to a lot of people, probably the number one gripe about electron is also the user interface. So it's like, you've got a camp of people that love it and you've got a camp of people that hate it. You it's know, lovely, to me, to me, I absolutely loved the sound of the rhythm. I thought it sounded fantastic, but I got rid of it and I kept my Tempest, even though in all honesty, I kind of feel like the rhythm sounded a little bit better than the Tempest, but I like the user interface of the Tempest so much more. Yeah, no, I feel you can. I like the user interface is way better. Now, let me ask you a question. I mean, and I guess this is to go into another subject, but um, Daniel, since you were traveling, you've been on the road for uh, forever now. 
Um, <laughs> can everybody like go around and talk about what would be their ultimate portable setup? And I guess we'll start with Daniel since you were you had to like dismantle your entire studio. Can yeah. you talk to us about what what you were using and how portable it was being in the car and everything? And so, were you able to actually get work done? Yeah, while I was on the road, um, I basically had three things set up. I had my OB1, my iPad, and my Zoom H5. The what? The what? The O? The OP1. Oh, the op, oh, op OP1. One. Okay. Teenage engineering. Op yeah. 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 I had the OP1. I had my iPad, and I had wow. um, my Zoom H5 handheld recorder. Mm -hmm. um, wow. Just, that was I can so with that I can capture samples. The the Zoom H5 is also an audio interface, so I can plug that into my iPad and use that as an interface. And then I could also plug that into the OP1 and record from the high quality microphone mm -hmm. on the um, on the H5 into the OP1. So that's kind of like my portable rig. What that's I would dope. add to that, what I would add to that at the end of the day is probably the MPC Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that, that, that's that's like you lead me into what I think is a dope setup, and I, I posted a like a picture of it on IG. Uh, last week or so, I think a dope portable setup that is so powerful is the MPC Live and the Op One. Mm -hmm. I mean, between those two, I mean that's such a, and they're both battery operated. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, so like it's super commuter friendly, super travel friendly. Like, I'm. Are saying. they? Are, is is the OP One Bluetooth or no? No, no it doesn't have Bluetooth. Doesn't have Bluetooth. Okay. okay. No, yeah, so, but I think that's a dope combo because you get a dope synth and all the other stuff that the Op One can do. Um, sick. The, you, the MPC is definitely a better sequencer mm -hmm. and and recording device, but the mm -hmm. OP One has so many other things to create sounds and to sample and to do all these other things that. And you know, creating loops on the OP1 and then sampling it into the MPC Live and then time stretching it in real life, you know, Word. it's it's just going to be a beautiful combination. And I think that's, yeah, that's why that's I'm pretty I angry mean, about the the live personally because I know I want the X and I know I'm going to want the live because no, of the portability. Both. That's what yeah. it's going to make me so angry because like you know what I think the is money is on the live the miss. On the live, and honestly, I think the live is probably gonna sell tons. Obviously, the miss on the live, I think, is that they should have at least put CV on the back yeah, and ADAT. Yeah, it should have had should have been on. should have had ADAT. The fact that they don't have ADAT is mind-boggling. If like, the five thousand can have ADAT, this and and four thousand, I think, had it too. I'm not sure, yeah. but if those had it, it only makes sense that this should have it. I don't understand, but I think for what those you know, things are, the lack of ADAT drives me nuts because I can think of so many workflows where it just makes sense. Like if you have that thing, if you had the live and you take it to somebody else's studio and you want to jack in, like. Dude, you, you don't want to have to like be messing with all kinds of you know interface stuff. You just want to plug the ADAT yeah. cable in and use what's already set up and be good. Yeah. To go. If, if I had ADAT, if I had ADAT on it, I could just hook up my Digimax DP88 to the MPC. And so on. Record my whole drum set on those eight tracks that I exactly. Get. 
And that way, to me, data is the biggest screw up on that whole thing. Which yeah. there's ways around it, but that would have just made things so much. Better. Oh yeah, they, 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 that yeah. would be that would be one of the illest things I think. And two, it would help justify the price because I think that's a big complaint. Even though it's what got is, the what big is the price point for the live twenty? Oh, for the live is it's like eleven hundred bucks. Yeah, eleven hundred, twelve hundred. I mean, that's not bad compared to. I mean, for what it offers, standalone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eleven hundred. I think it's This machine studio used to be a G. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a good price point. And then on top of that, right. you figure you're probably right. going to be able to get 20% coupons, you know, throughout the year. So mm -hmm. you're talking about like $800 for that thing. Like that, ooh. And then what, it's an all, and it's an all-in-one unit, yeah. right? You're not going to have to buy pieces all to put unit, in it. And, you know? yep. All you yeah. got to do is just buy Flux with it sound libraries and you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with the plug. <laughs> he's, okay. slick, he's slick with the I'm plug. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, what I was talking about with the price point, though, was, was the X. Because I think that's the biggest, that's one of the biggest complaints that people got about it. Love what it is. Love all the stuff that it has. But the price point is scaring people away. But I, what I would remind folks of is... Of the MPC five thousand and four thousands were more than that when they came out. The flagships always that much. Uh, the Ren is the only flagship that was not that much. Yeah, I paid the Ren was a controller. And that's the key. People don't realize like the Ren is the anomaly there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not that everything else. Oh my God, this thing costs so much. Yeah, I would want it to be cheaper too, honestly. But when you think about it, all of the NPCs, the, the flagships, have always been over two thousand dollars, and sometimes closer to three. But yeah. let's let's be honest. Let's be honest. The NPC X, being that it's a standalone, I mean, again, you could launch clips, time. Mm -hmm. It does everything that it. That's yeah. the price point. I'm it's dying. not just a, point. It's not just a controller. I'm dying yeah. to see how much power is left over in that thing to see if they start adding like synthesizers and stuff like that that are built into the X, like yeah. for when it's standalone to see, dude, yeah. if they have enough power to add like a couple of bases. Now, now, Corey, now, Corey, let me ask you this: is is it one terabyte? Is it one terabyte of oh, RAM you can know. put in there? No, it's, oh, got, it's got sixteen. It's, it's got sixteen. Uh, what's it got? Sixteen gigs of RAM. Or what? I think you can put up to a terabyte. Yeah, no, it has separate hard drives. Though. For the terabyte, the hard drive, you can put a couple ter. I think it holds two terabytes. Honestly, I think it's more like how much can you put in there that you can afford. Well, they, right. they said that there's a whole <laughs> you know, separate. I think what their official thing. No, I mean the, the fact that the fact that you have that option. Yeah. That's the that's the whole big that's the deal, and then you can put so SSD comes, SSD yeah, in there. SSD. Come on. Yeah. That thing is so be I think they're, they're officially saying. Uh, two terabytes i think i heard andy max say two terabytes but honestly yeah, it's like as much as you if you get a six terabyte and you want it in there it'll probably work that's the way i, Man, look. That I just really like to see them add stuff like you know different effects suites and different you know because it are oh, you talking about the standalone yeah in standalone mode like i think that they could add a lot of stuff because if you remember the mv8000 had a bass synth oh. in it yeah it had the, it had oh. the sh101 <laughs> like virtual synth in it that just yeah, was and that stuff was like dope and, and the the 5000 even had a synth in it and yeah. it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and that I, they're going to eventually start adding that stuff so then you have this standalone unit that's got synthesizers in it dope sampling insane sequencer like give me all of that all i really want right. is them to just improve the mpc workflow so that it's as fast as a lot of the other exactly. um modern day sequencers i mean let's be let's be let's be honest the, the sequencing in the mpc is stellar 
it's, they, it's they've the golden always standard. had great, that's really where, where they really always had great yeah where they where they've they fallen really like on on tough criticism is the you know almost like the abandonment of support or, or whatever like the bugginess of certain things that have happened but i can i can honestly say i think with the ren like in the, in the beginning there was some instability and i could like in the last year or two it seemed like they were putting out an update every quarter or every couple months yeah well, once they once they once they nail the software mm-hmm. once they nail the software down and make it a solid you know a solid uh, piece of software to use i think that the the concept is there they're everything is there they just it just has to be solid very that's it in both of them like the, the both for different reasons <laughs> and and let's let's just rob a bank and get both of them joints. I feel you, man. Or we could just put out a dope sample library together. Let's come on, Daniel. You, you caking over there? Stop playing. We'll put out. Yeah, we'll, we'll stop playing. A, we'll put out a dope instrument pack <laughs> that's going to be specifically called "Help Us Buy." Yeah, almost our- get- <laughs> <laughs> Buy my ex. <laughs> after All this trip, right? <laughs> Go to the charity of fund my gear lust. <laughs> yo, I was, I was, yo, I was literally thinking about making an Instagram video and tagging a car with like an empty desk in my house. I'm like, look, I don't have an MPC X, and you know that I can totally kill. <laughs> like a demo. <laughs> like, like, let me do a standalone challenge. Yeah, war. <laughs> Like, well, I'll, I mean, I'll, listen, I'll, I'll, listen, Daniel, you keep putting out kits the way you're doing for Native. I'm pretty sure you guys should do a custom kit for the X. Stop playing. Word. Stop playing. That's I, the fit. I, I mean, there's going to be, there's just going to be so many opportunities for everybody with that unit. It's, yeah, we, so, so the reason why I'm excited about it is because especially when it comes to creating kits, um, in a standalone machine, there's kind of more creativity that I can do without a computer. So I can, especially with the key groups and all that mm-hmm. stuff that's in the MPC. Yep. You see what Corey's I'm, doing. Corey's. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I'm about to, well, first I gotta get me an MPC X or live so I can actually utilize that chicken kit in the MPC. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's what I'm trying yeah. to scream. I wanna yeah, hear the what? chicken kit in that X so bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Corey, I was so going to ask you, what, I mean, what, what does the X sound like? Like, what's the character of the outputs? I, well, you know, it's just clean, man. I mean, I, I don't... Modern. It's, yeah, it <laughs> sounds modern. modern. I don't know, I don't know how to... Balling. Balling. Really yeah, it's just very... Balling. Here's my question. Here's my question. When it comes to the It's not output, clinical, though. The output and input section, can you put plugins on the outputs... Mm. Like the same, like the way that you can. Oh, you're asking like, with, can you put what inserts? Yeah, what no, so, like, the, so I know on the MPC Ren, you can sample, like you can put a plugin in pre, like when you're sampling in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's the so same. Thing. That's that's nice. the yeah, yeah. You like when you're sampling, if you want to have your effects, like yeah, when you come in, you can have effects on the inputs that's coming in. Nice. Now, is that that the case for the output too? For the output, yeah. Are you guys are you guys talking about standalone or you have is that standalone? Uh, no, not standalone because I don't think that can happen in standalone. Only with well, the built in. The, yeah, there's built in. With the built in, yeah. yeah. yeah there's built in effects. Putting it actually, let me, I don't see let why me not. speak to that too. That yeah, you got a master, so the same kind of thing. You can definitely put like. You know, I don't know, a compressor or something. Uh, the built-in right. effects has several 
capacitors. You can put that stuff or delays or whatever you want on the master output, whether it's in standalone or not. Um, well, the reason, the reason why I'm asking is because whenever I'm creating stuff, there's certain go-to plugins that I have Mm -hmm. in order to make stuff sound a certain way. Like right, I, right, 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 right. You know, you know, I'm not going to say what they are, but I have, you. I, have, I have a couple of go-to, a couple of go-to things. Like, uh, and I would love to just keep that on the output section of my MPC-X so that it could sound. Like oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? I got a couple things, too, that I like to have, like, actually, especially lately with the heat. That's on my master output when it's in controller mode. But you know what I mean. So you can. So when we get off air, when we get off air, I got a couple of things I want to share with you guys that I've been just messing with to get to get a specific sounds. I think you guys would love it. I or, feel you. Okay. Or, hey, let's say what's up to uh, Pete Marriott in the show. What up, Pete? Whoa, Pete's in the building. Pete Yo, Marriott. What's going on, man? Pete Marriott in the place. Long time no see, homie. What's up, Steel? What's up? What, what up, up Jim? Just. Here kicking it with you know with the with the beat people man just always love this community so I, oh, I so heard y'all talking about the MPCX and I I had to say what's up. <laughs> Word up. He's hey, a, hey. he's oh, a, staring in there like y'all got, <laughs> oh, oh, got that X y'all got that X yes exactly. Hey Pete, so I want to thank you man for putting me up on the Zulu. Oh, I'm very yeah. excited about that. Yeah, I'm really excited about the Zulu. I think ours will probably be arriving around the same time. And why, why don't you tell everybody what the Zulu is, too? Yeah, because I'm over here thinking y'all going to be wearing loincloths and spears. <laughs> nah, man. Give us us free. So the Zulu is a, a passive hardware tape emulation or emulator, oh, the, right? The Did I get that right? Joint, right? Yeah, oh, so it's a yellow, yeah. yellow little joint. Um, and so it basically emulates tape. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's tape saturation oh, nice. and it emulates several different kinds. I think it has yeah. like four or five different settings where you can emulate the more vintage ones, the more modern ones, the mid school yeah. kind of ones, the you know what I mean? And then uh, all kinds of different settings on it. But it basically is passive, so it has no electric, there's no power plug in it it doesn't have preamps so it it definitely gives you more saturation when you're driving the input with preamps yeah I, I was reading about that in the forum my homie scott mcdonald told me about it he was like yo you should definitely get these because i was trying to choose between the neve uh the neve uh 500 series uh, -huh. uh tape uh the 5442 uh, or or the zulu yeah, yeah. so I think I'm gonna go with the Zulu because I heard demos of it and I really was feeling what I was hearing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely, really it's dope. definitely a dope joint. That is over there. I rock that MP7. Oh yeah, I'm 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 getting sidetracked. I'm sorry. He <laughs> <laughs> just randomly pulls out vintage. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> just randomly. What you got there, Ken? Oh, pause. I don't know. This pause, pause. <laughs> Look at this. I got Fitzsimmons sitting here under my desk. <laughs> oh, I got. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna pull that stuff out, but yeah, yeah. Uh, matter of fact, I could. I pull this one out too. I've, I've been kind of messing with some different stuff. I got the. Oh, nice. <laughs> What's that? Five oh five something. Yeah, it's a five oh five. Which Yo, which such bend that joint. Oh, do not shit. don't front on a 505 man come on 
Does that thing still come on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's matter of fact, matter of fact, I'm going to do you one better, Stephanie. Check this out. Um, this, this he ain't got a whole closet. Look at that. Look, he got a step of wires. He's all up under stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he got a whole closet. Full of he just, he just pulled that bad boy out. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, wait a minute. Who's this in the chat that said, I like ODB, but why do people like ODB but not mumble rap? Yo, that ain't the same, son. Wow. <laughs> that ain't the same by you. far. Yeah, man, that's, that's not the same. That's not, that's kind of like saying, that's kind of like saying, well, why would somebody like Picasso, but uh, not like Burger King? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. I'm going to tell you, ODB was one of the illest MCs. Like his flavors, his his word choice. I mean, his just his dynamics that he even did his whole thing. That his ain't style, man. And you can understand what ODB was saying. He just had reckless abandon. Yeah. Yo, like, go ahead, Pete. What's up? All right. Do anyone agree with this this sentiment? Mm -hmm. Mace is the original mumble rapper. Oh God, I probably. Yeah, probably agree with that. Yo, thank you. Yeah. yeah, I just said that again. I really, I really want to get off of the subject of mumble rap as a whole because it just depresses me. I can't lie, man. Back to like, I really don't even have patience for it. <laughs> Back to the drum machines. I just noticed that in the chat. Isn't that Mace? Oh man, I'm gonna have to listen to Harlem World. Dang. So, so Pete, what, what's what you interested in, man? You looking forward? Yeah, to I'm mad at you right now. Well, MPCX, don't be mad because the only reason why I'm MPCX. messing with you is uh, something's messed up. NPCX, NPCX, NPCX. Worried up, worried up. Yeah, man, it's a it's a it's a dope machine, man. Um, uh, I think. Anybody that get it will probably be pleased, but I definitely think um, if you're not used to the large format NPCs, you probably don't want the X. But if you got any sort of CD gear, you probably want the X. So those are the considerations right there. Hey, I have a Swag. question. What are some samplers that are competing with the Eurorack um, that can do what the ER joint is doing? I don't know. Uh, so ER the the Bitbox. Yeah. Um, ER three hundred one and Bitbox. I don't I don't know specifically. And the Rossum. There's. The yeah yeah the. That's not out yet. Though. Assimilator. Yeah, it's not out yet. Um, the Rossum Assimilator. That's how it's called, right? And, and what was exactly the question again? I'm sorry. Like what what are Eurorack samplers that are popping up out of nowhere? I I think I just saw. So the the long-term ones have been the phonogene, which is now the morphogene is the update to that. Uh, I've had, I had the phonogene, and I got to tell you, like, it's really cool, but it will infuriate you if you, like, when you start thinking about what it could be and what it's not, it'll start okay. to kind of – because keep in mind, you're talking about, like, a, a over $500 module, and, yeah. you, you know, for well, for the – for the phonogene, you didn't even have memory. So it's like, you, you know, you, you could have that one sample in there and that's it. And then, you know, I don't know. There's just aspects about that stuff that kind of irk me. But there's also things like the, um, what's the one from, um, oh, the Time Safari 2 is another one. Uh, 4MS is coming out with a sampler. Um yeah, I mean, there's there samplers are kind of getting bigger, but um, the thing to be careful the the thing to be careful about with samplers is that 
the chips that run them, a lot of the times it's hard for them to get latency down. So you have yeah. to watch out for what things. So you can look at things like the, the <laughs> tip top one has uh, can, can do some cool one shot sampling and apparently it has low uh, latency on it but there's there's a bunch of little samplers like that but not all of them have great latency on them so yeah. for for yeah. guys like us that that can be a little bit frustrating and, and they're they're almost better used as like a long playback not so much a precise slice kind of I thing yeah um, i'm looking for something that i can that i can get precise with but then again that's why i'm really interested in the mpcx because it's a sampler that i can use along with my modular that I can just, you know, it's, it's kind of yeah, honestly like I, I, I toyed with that stuff a lot. And, and for me, the, the 301 is looking closest to what I would want. But for the most part, what I've come to the conclusion of is that, you know, samplers like machine, uh, Ableton live MPC, that kind of stuff does it better than yeah. a Eurorack module will. And really what I want is more to be able to control my MPC and stuff from my modular and vice versa. And that's where you get into things like the ES8, you know? Yeah. So somebody in the chat mentioned the reflex live loop and I've been looking at that too. And there's another thing. Um, there, there's um, another flip side to this whole thing. Um, so Delptronics has been floating a prototype for a while and I know it's still very early, but they're doing a, I believe it's 16 input CV to MIDI. So your modular going into MIDI and very fast clock rate on it and everything. So Ooh. you would be anything that you can control via MIDI, you can have your CV controlling and that's, you know, that combined with a nice MIDI out, you know, a CV to MIDI out or ES8 or whatever, then you start being able to control these samplers in real time from your modular to yeah, me, that's a that's a more powerful route than spending crazy amounts of money for a sampler that can only do so many tracks and that kind of thing. You yeah, know? that does sound that sounds pretty pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just interested because I I want to get a sampler for my Eurorack and I just want something that's flexible. But then it's like, should I do that or just buy the MPCX? And you have an OP one, and they have the CV kit for that. Yeah. Um, is that yeah. a possibility as well? I haven't. I don't have the OP one. Um, I keep. So what I what I don't like about the OP one, and and here's the my gripes with it. There's no choke groups. Oh. oh. Right. <laughs> Wait a minute. That was a collective hell no. I had to unmute. <laughs> I had to unmute for that one. Oh no. Like what? Yeah. There's there's no choke groups. Um, even though it's because it's a very limited sampler, but yeah, but it's so. But I think that's also why it'll make a good companion to something like the MPC Live. I mean, exactly, between the two of them, for me, I'll create a lot of samples on the OP one and then sample it into the um, MPCX. But I think for me, I'm just. I think the MPCX is probably going to be the way the the way that I'm going to go. Or the MPC Live and Ken, I know you, you were telling me about a module that I can. I man, get that, man, get that X, get the X, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, don't, don't even play. Confirm. Don't even play that game. <laughs> well, I, what I was saying before, um, like we we were texting about this stuff, and I was like, yeah, I would have to get the X first before the live because I'd get the live, and then I'd try to talk myself out of getting the X. But if I get the big yeah. boy first, then it's easier for me to go and get the smaller one. That's my plan. So, 
but I gotta. I think I'll um, definitely have both. Honestly, the the code. Corey, you is, have everything. Yeah, well, Corey, uh, not quite. Bro, Corey, you got the you shine on you. Every time, every time something new comes out, I see an Instagram post like, "Just got that analog key." You know what? I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. I've been fortunate, like some things, uh, Bob, but I've been fortunate that, you know, people um, will bless me with it, man, and be like, send me some stuff. And well, you, so know I can... what, you know what's good about blessings? You're supposed to hook other people up with some blessings. So, <laughs> so send me that analog heat. Yeah, so yeah, so just you Hell know, no. just pass on the blessings to us, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because I do, I make the music and I share it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He's like digital blessings, only. Yeah. digital blessings, no doubt. Shout out to our <laughs> <example> packs. <laughs> yeah, that joint is dope. Oh, yeah, hold up, let me let me put the camera on that. Put that up there again, Ken. Yes, that art of intelligence. If you haven't heard that. This is not just because it's a project that came out on the Beat People label and it's a project that, oh, and then this one too, uh, <laughs> not just because they're Beat People products, but because they are like some of the dopest um, hip hop instrumental projects that are, that are out there. I mean, it's just really dope stuff. That one, the AOL, Art of Intelligence, um, is... So you got three producers on it. You got me, you got Dap, and you got Upright. And we all kind of have our own sort of uh, way that we like to produce. Like Dap is mostly sample-based. Uh, with me at that point, it was mostly synth, not much module at all. And then uh, Upright doing a lot of modular stuff and such groovy, off-kilter modular stuff. And it came together, 12 incredible joints on one one album by three different producers art of intelligence we got to do a volume two at some point hey corey by the way i got okay. the I, Ken, I got you were right the over there i'm doing stuff you're choking oh, the, yourself the, the eye oh, just the yeah, mic monitors i've got a pair of them and i've been using them with my op1 like everywhere i go dope you like them bro they mm. yo these little joints is loud yo they are they are yo they're, they're some really dope monitors. I told you when I was in the hotel with those iLab micro monitors, I had to keep turning them down just because I was like, yo, I'm sure I'm disturbing folks. These rooms yeah, are really cool. They, got, they base. got base. Yep. I had yeah. to tune them down, turn the, the base down <laughs> so that they wouldn't rumble through the whole place, you know? So, yo, imagine having these micro monitors with an NPC live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Think about that. Oh, no. That's, that's the iLabs are banging. iLab micro monitors. Uh, Op one and the MPC live. It's a wrap. And an iPad, yo, you, yeah. you get to have you will travel. <laughs> yeah. The new iPad, you said? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So on my iPad, I have a DAW. I have the Aurora DAW. Mm -hmm. Track like I can track out stuff from. I'm thinking about tracking out my MPC stuff because isn't have, have isn't wait, have, uh, is it is it class compliant? Mm-hmm. Have you guys have you guys really quickly have you guys uh been seeing um Henny from the business? He has a page on YouTube. Mm -hmm. If you use an iPad, you need to check his page out. Because he Henny goes into like H E N N Y. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've been checking out his stuff. He's he's been doing those videos for Machine Masters, right? 
No. Well, I don't know. I don't think he's like one half of the business. They produced like Kendrick Lamar. And I mean, he's he's okay. an A-list dude and he has a channel on um, YouTube. I'm going to put the link in for you guys. And he actually has a video where he breaks down every single app that he's using, how to use it, how to get all your sounds into this iPad. Let me get the link. It's really dope. If you're using an iPad, you really need to watch his videos. Is he the is he producing a lot of stuff that that um on iPad and stuff? Yeah, strictly. Oh, that's crazy. That's dope. That's the other thing I was gonna say when we were talking about mobile stuff. I kind of wanted to fall quiet because my mo my mobile setups change often, and I'm a sucker for mobile stuff. And I'll make things that aren't mobile mobile. Like I'll just throw a big ass power inverter in a car, and you know bring. MP7 or MPC out like a vintage MPC out and pretend that it's mobile when it's not but uh, or or make a modular mobile like I'm doing here but um, the iPad is such a crazy mobile device but my biggest issue with it is like I love the sample and just the wave file sample management and all that stuff is that's why, that's why you have iPad. to go to that go to that link Henny has a video where he breaks that whole shit down. I mean, like, like I'm cool with using Dropbox for for folder management, all it, but there, it's something about it. Like, I've used lots of different workflows with it. It's there's nothing quite like hardware that's dedicated to doing that. UVI Beathawk is real dope at it, but I don't know, man. I just get, too, give right? me. What's that? They got a new Beathawk. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, the, the yeah, version two just came out. Update. And I got my eye real close on that Beatmaker 3, too. Word. Hey, so somebody's asking, uh, what about the Torres SP16? B-Boy said he would do a review. I'm, I Actually, I really want to do a review. Um, I just got to get Pioneer to send me one of them joints. So I'm talking with them. We just kind of, you know, sometimes these things take a little time to kind of get people to send you stuff. Because I don't necessarily, I don't, I don't go out and buy stuff just to review it. Um, I think it would behoove them to have the crew give that 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 beat people type of perspective on this gear that they have out there. But I definitely want to get my hands on SP16 to see what it's about. Uh, I know my man Hazmat on Instagram is is killing that joint, um, and I was impressed with it when I went to Nam. So yeah, as soon as I can get my hands on one, Mojo Drum asks. As soon as I get my hands on one, I definitely review it, man. What up, Masada? Masada's in the chat. Word. Yeah. What? Um. Yeah. To. Yeah. I think it's probably a good spot to end on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think you're right. We what hour and a half. <laughs> I got gear to play with. <laughs> oh shit. Word up. So yo. So I put the links in in the um chat, and I put the links in there for everybody to um. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I got, I'm, using I'm, an iPad, just go check it out. Okay. I'm definitely gonna peep that. Yeah. Oh, oh, and by the way, yeah, I do tend to use that that iSpark controller um for for the iPad. Like if I want to get that hands-on feel, this guy right here. The, um, oh, I gotta step over. Okay. But yeah, this this guy right here. Oh, I like that. I remember reviewing that a couple years back. I like that this joint. And this. Word. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's that. Oh, so those two together are really they work really good. That's what's up. Yeah, mm -hmm. I tend to use those with, with my with my iOS. 
iOS stuff. And it, yeah, see, if I'm using an iPad, that's too much shit to be carrying around. <laughs> see, and that's what I said. That's that's why I said it doesn't really like. I don't really. It doesn't count. make any sense. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, but honey, that's still smaller than when I when I pull out a freaking power inverter. Uh, MP7. Don't don't call me honey. Oh, yeah. Don't call me honey. You know what's gonna happen. Honey. Uh oh. Hey. hey. Um, yeah. I'm, make me throw I'm up. saying this stuff. <laughs> this stuff, along with with the iPad, is way smaller than when I bring out the MP7 and the MPC and a power inverter. Like it. Me and you, we both been making beats since you know back in the day, and and to us. All this like bulky stuff is still slimmer than what we yeah, used to true. do, and to me, I still kind of have that's that true. same mentality. But hey, if you I'm know going, what? I want to make a, I airport, make a point on that. that. I want to make a point on that before we go with with right. the X is uh, uh, you know, it's not necessarily made to be portable. But I think Stony, you made a good point. I'm not sure if it was on the show on the show or if it was like just during one of our. Personal conversation. Yeah, it was a private. It was a private conversation, but you could share it. Yeah, I think you made a good point about <laughs> like. Yeah, I know that do that sounds crazy, but listen, uh, it's 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 not necessarily portable. But cats that use this and use modular people that perform with stuff like, like that don't care how big something is. You ever seen a dude performing modular? Yo, they bring out every damn thing. I'm telling you, my boy. I was telling what I was sharing with Corey was. My boy, he performs and he brings his whole modular set. He has a he has a suitcase. He puts the stuff in a suitcase and rolls it out and goes and performs with it. Mm -hmm. So you know, all this well, it's not portable, or whatever. Depends on how much money you Don't make. Matter. It depends on how serious you are about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, when guys DJ back in the days, they had their turntables, they had their crates of records, they had their boy drive the van around and bring their records, and they did the gig. Mm -hmm. the, the, it's really about how serious you are. No, of course. And Tony, what's crazy about that, that is that I've been using Autoless on uh mm -hmm. on my Word. iPad. Yeah, I've been using Autoless on my iPad to just create like a bunch of soundscapes and stuff. They're coming and on my show too. Plug plug. And I bought both. I bought the iPad version and I bought the Mac version. And you should come on my show when 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 I when I have them on, man. Yo, I will. In fact, I'm doing a. I'm gonna be doing a whole. Can you series. let him talk, Ken? Damn. I'm sorry. No, actually, you know what? no, I can't. No, I'm gonna keep cutting them off. I'm doing a whole series of tutorial stuff with with the Audulous guys. Oh, so. awesome, awesome, awesome. Oh man, Stony, I'm gonna keep talking. Daniel, can you finish making your point? Thank you. <laughs> He's doing all that what? my iPad. I'll be straight. <laughs> What? Oh my God. <laughs> Nothing. I just kept cutting you off for the fun of it. Just ah, to... <laughs> That's all right. Y'all close enough. Y'all y'all near proximity to one another now. So, uh, Dan, you could just roll over to Ken's house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to be in his hood next week. So, yep. I'll come probably go do a scrapple date. Pop, pop. He's going to hit me one, too. <laughs> Scrapple date sounds like hit me with some them drumstick hands. Bad news. No, that's like bad news, yo. Hey, so, I'm very so afraid. Look, on Listen. that note, let's go ahead and close out the show. It's been about an hour and a half. I appreciate everybody for stopping through on the uh, chat. Uh, when MPX hybrid mode uh, are you? Uh, external face. Uh, both, man. I've been using both. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do probably another live uh, talk 
soon we're using the X. And just so everybody knows, there's some things I know about the X, obviously, because I'm using it. But just keep in mind, I'm, I have a prototype and I'm doing testing. So some things uh, may not be what happens to be on the primetime production model that comes out, right? So, um, you know, some things I may know, some things I don't know, but I'm willing to to chat and kind of answer questions and let people in on some of the stuff that I've been uh, using with it. So I'll, I'll do another live chat maybe later this weekend. But on that note, we're going to end this up. I want to thank all everybody for coming through the chat and my, my crew. Daniel, it's good to have you on the show. Pete, we got to have you on more often, man, and, and uh, get you in the conversation. I appreciate you jumping on. Did we miss something? I know you jumped on. We talked about the X, but uh, again, a little more, man. I appreciate you jumping on. Um, and Stoney, as, as usual, thanks for coming through. Oh, man, it's a pleasure. <laughs> I don't think I'm coming through. Shut up. Get out. <laughs> Ken is over there digging into his MP7. Uh, as usual, bro, we'll, we'll catch you on, on every possible chat medium that we can possibly chat on. on. <laughs> yes, sir. And I D, so I'll catch you, man. Oh, All right, hey. peace, everybody. Hey. Hold on, but don't go nowhere, D, because you said you was gonna share something with us. So I'm gonna stop this live yeah. chat, and then you gotta tell ah, us yeah. whatever you got to us.